the mysterious world of Eve Chuttleson, a cause for concentration. Lois was carefully hurrying to an appointment with her seamstress when she suddenly recalled that she had nearly 20 overdue books from the library in her friend Melody's car. Heavens, she thought to herself, I will nearly go bust if I don't get those books returned very very soon. Lois then began to calculate the time needed to go to the library, pay the fines and then hustle to her seamstress. There simply isn't enough time to go right at this moment. I will have to hurry at the seamstress so that I can return these books, she thought to herself. Lois stealthily drove her large van over to Melody's house. Unfortunately, Melody wasn't anywhere around, but her car happened to be parked by her garage, which faced a very very steep ravine. Wow, I had better be careful not to fall, Lois thought to herself as she tried to find a way to access the trunk of Melody's car. Suddenly a very loud backfire from an old truck startled Lois and she toppled down the ravine into a shallow muddy pond. Heavens, I have completely destroyed my brand new high fashion pantsuit. The mint green and beige pantsuit had been hand knitted for Lois by her seamstress Sweemet. Sweemet was incredibly talented but had little patience for bad yarn. Sweemet will definitely be hating me for months after she sees what happened to my pantsuit Lois winced. Lois lifted her eyes towards the sky and saw a terrifically dark storm cloud was whisking in her direction. I had better get out of here or I will get caught in this horrific storm, Lois shouted as she scaled the steep slope of the ravine. Once she got back to Melody's car, Lois noticed that the car was open. I can get my books out of the trunk quickly and quietly, she thought to herself. Unfortunately, Lois's shoes fell apart and she once again toppled down the very steep ravine. This time her hand-knitted pantsuit was completely destroyed. Good gracious, I will never be able to get we met on my good side after this. Lois thought to herself as she scaled the very steep ravine once again. Once Lois gained entry into Melody's car, she noticed that the radio was buzzing loudly. Oh no, that buzzing radio could very easily drain the battery, she thought. Lois quickly began pushing all of the buttons on the radio but could not get the alarmingly loud buzzing to cease. With cat-like agility, Lois sprung out of the car and removed the overdue library books from the trunk with haste. Unfortunately, when she was leaping out of the car, Lois accidentally knocked the car into neutral. As Lois loaded the overdue library books into her large van, she noticed Melody's car rolling down the terribly steep ravine and into the shallow muddy pond. As the car bumped its way down the ravine, both bumpers fell off and all of the windows shattered. Heavens. I have just completely yet accidentally destroyed Melody's car. Lois shrieked. I had better get over to Sweemet's house before Melody sees her car. Lois felt strongly that if she managed to clear the scene, Melody would think that her car rolled into the ravine all by itself. Knowing that she caused the havoc was enough punishment in her mind. So timidly yet mindful of the haste required for the situation. Lois hustled into her large van and backed out of Melody's treacherous driveway. As she reached the end of the driveway, Lois's van hit a giant pothole and bottomed out. Heavens. She shrieked as she suddenly realized that Melody might be on her way home. I have got to get over to Sweemet's house or I will be in some bad trouble with Melody. Lois cautiously whispered to herself. After recovering from her incident with the pothole, Lois made record time over to Sweemet's house. Sweemet was eagerly waiting for Lois with Melody, who was having a brand new showcase gown hand knitted for the Windy Morn Parade. 
Once Lois entered Sweemet's cozy home office, she was shocked to see Melody there. Melody flashed an award-winning smile at Lois and expressed how thrilled she was to be part of the Windy Morn Parade. Apparently Melody had been selected to ride in her beautiful car wearing a custom hand-knit gown by Sweemet for the parade. And Sweemet was thrilled too, as her custom-designed gown would be featured in many of the town newspapers and publications. In fact, an exclusive photo shoot was scheduled for that afternoon at Melody's house. Lois tried desperately to put on a brave face, knowing that she had completely destroyed Melody's beautiful car. Let's try on some of these fabulous gowns. Lois gasped. I have never seen anything so lovely. Suddenly there was a startling knocking at Sweemet's door. It was Barb Chiggington with terrible news. Barb Chiggington, who was an elderly friend of Sweemet, claimed that she had just been driving past Melody's house and noticed that her car was completely destroyed in the ravine. Melody gasped in horror and then fainted into a heap. Barb Chiggington dug into her large crushed velvet purse and found a vial of smelling salts. Barb Chiggington always kept a vial of smelling salts in her large crushed velvet purse in the event her sister-in-law Carla fainted. As Barb Chiggington opened the vial of smelling salts, the fumes awoke Melody out of her trance-like state. Me oh my. Melody piped. I simply cannot believe that my beautiful new car has been completely destroyed. Just then. Sweemet decided to brighten up the mood and began playing her tambourine. It was during the tambourine frenzy that Melody noticed that Lois's hand-knit pantsuit was completely destroyed by mud. What happened to your beautiful hand-knit pantsuit that I made for you? Sweemet fumed. Lois became silent, as if programmed from beyond and then commented, I nearly broke my glasses when I slipped in a mud patch trying to find my car keys. Barb Chiginton found that excuse hard to believe and surmised that Lois had actually been responsible for the complete destruction of Melody's deluxe and beautiful car. Melody thought to herself that perhaps she had left the car in neutral before she had dashed over to Sweemet's house. Easy come, easy go, Melody exclaimed. Perhaps I wasn't meant to win the car anyway in Shilinga's bingo twirl. Bob Chiggington, Sweemet, Melody and Lois all decided to pitch in and solve the mystery of Melody's car. Suddenly there was an extremely loud crash of thunder and Sweemet's lights went out. Lois screeched in the pitch darkness and admitted to accidentally destroying Melody's deluxe new car. I knew it. Bob Chiggington announced and ended a twirl. Unfortunately no one could witness Bob Chiggington's amazing twirl because the lights were out. And Bob knew it. Suddenly there was a sharp scent of vinegar and the lights flickered back on. Bob Chiggington wasted no time in doing another twirl. Unfortunately this time, Bob Chiggington lost her footing and toppled over, completely destroying Sweemet's beautiful antique china closet. Never, Sweemet squealed and then fainted into a heap, completely distraught over the situation. Bob Chiggington hastily swept up the completely destroyed china closet and whisked herself into another room. Meanwhile, Melody continually fanned Sweemet with a delicate piece of fabric to try to awaken her. Lois knew better and quickly began tap dancing a busy and noisy routine. The raucous noise from Lois's tap dancing roused Sweemet out of her trance-like state. Instantly, Sweemet reached for her incredibly heavy sewing machine and was poised to hurl it at Barb Chiggington. Stop, Lois screamed. With the grace of a swan Barb Chiggington swept into the room wearing a beautiful hand crocheted shawl and did an immaculate double twirl. 
The shawl was exquisite and had the name Suimet embroidered on it in a beautiful yet delicate light rose color. Suimet thoughtfully positioned her incredibly heavy sewing machine back on its table and thanked Barb Chagington for crocheting the beautiful shawl for her. Without a breath Suimet also admitted that the antique china closet was actually a bad reproduction she had purchased at Momba's thrift extravaganza last month. Lois let out a sigh of relief nearly forgetting that she had accidentally destroyed Melody's deluxe new car. The four girls then decided to hurry over to Melody's house to investigate the damage done to her deluxe new car. As it turned out, the car that rolled down the ravine and had been completely destroyed wasn't Melody's deluxe new car, but a neighbor's car who had parked there for the day. As Lois gasped in horror, she looked at the library books in her large van and realized that they weren't the books that she had borrowed. Melody's deluxe new car was parked neatly in her garage. And Lois's books were where they should be, in the trunk. With a few days before they were due, the four girls made a pact to never tell who accidentally destroyed the neighbor's car. Then they all piled into Lois's large van and drove to Smythe's steakhouse for a sumptuous dinner. The end.